4: The money that's what i always say you always follow yeah the
1: money. yeah
5: this is follow the money with mitch moss and paulie howard on VCN.
1: great moments in history have begun with a question to be or not to be that is the question what came first the chicken or the egg was it over when the germans bomb pearl Harbor? and what kind of hair product does mitch moss use but follow the money wants to know do you concur concur with what sir do you concur
2: yeah great minds think alike Uh, I was gonna bring this up and Matt Eumann's beat me to it this is Bill Belichick's final year in New England do
3: you concur not gonna go there quite yet ooh couple things here who are they gonna replace him with uh huh right that's not gonna go well Bill (laughs) O'Brien I would say be careful what you wish for here uh huh with the guy it's been ugly though yeah, that's, that's fine. You, right. you know what's crazy about this is? How funny life works. For 20 years, they ran the NFL, and the other three teams in that division could not get their bleep straight. Right. Right? It was right. bad coaches, terrible quarterback played, awful teams for two decades. Tom Brady goes to the Buccaneers. What happens? Every other team starts to improve in that division. What are the odds on that? Mm-hmm. So now, do you want to fire Bill Belichick at the end of this year, welcome in. Who the hell knows what you're going to do to get to replace that guy? And say, hey, all you have to do now is go up against the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen, the New York Jets and maybe Aaron Rodgers, and the Miami Dolphins, Mike McDaniel, and Tua cool. Viola. For a long time. Yes. Yep. Or do you want to ha- you want to suck it up and go with Bill, and maybe you're going to have to struggle for a couple of more years before well, you move on? Well, Matt talked about it though
2: that interview. That craft, craft. I want number seven. You know, the rivalry with Jerry Jones and also the fact that everyone's taking shots at him now that, hey, you can't win a damn thing without Brady. And Brady goes to Tampa and wins immediately. Kraft also was asked about, are you keeping him around to just to break Shuler's record? And he said, no, no, I'm not. I'm not just going to keep him around to do that. So, yeah, you know, these uh, billionaires can be eccentric and, and curious fellows. So they go 7-10. and 10. You know, they have, they've only made one playoff appearance and they got routed. By the Bills. Good point, though, okay. about how strong that division is now. Well, throw me some names but, who you'd be okay. I don't know. By that, I, I, I I don't think this is going to end well, though. I think this could be it for him. By I the guess. way, who, who's going to want to take that job? Well, you can't. Yeah. The other thing is, you can't. The nepotism. You got, you got your kids on the staff. I know. And when you're not getting it done, you're losing games, and the offense looks like this. That doesn't help either. Now you have the Judon injury. You got the Gonzalez injury. Sure. But, it, like, would
3: crap, he's going to swing for the fences, right, for a new head coach? You better. Like, is he going to go? you got to replace no, no, that I, guy, I know. Though. So does he swing for the fence and go, does he, uh, like, pick up the phone and call Kyle Shanahan? What do we got to do? You know, will, will, is he willing to make a trade to another team for a coach no. who currently has a job? No. You want McVay? You want one of these young guys? Or do you want to go to college? You want to say, hey, Lincoln Riley, huh? What do you think? A guy like that where it's a total unknown in the NFL level anyway. If I'm Lincoln Riley, I would take the Bears job if I bring Caleb
2: Williams with me. I I if I'm if I'm Lincoln Riley, it's like I didn't sign on I didn't sign up for this Big 10 stuff. I mean, what are there six? If you look at it, six of the top 10 teams are Big 10. Yeah. Next year? I mean, what good luck Lincoln Riley in the Big 10? Well, he probably thought he was going to dominate the Pac-12 I, for I, as long sure as he did be there. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did and he would have. Yeah. yep. Tough call. All right, stay with that one. The SEC better be careful here. If Georgia loses a game, they're in trouble. The SEC, I'm talking playoff, do you concur? Yeah, well, if if Georgia loses, yeah. Yeah. What we've talked about all summer,
3: how bad that schedule was. Now they're not impressive, and they're struggling
2: with South Carolina and Auburn.
3: I so badly wanted that team to go down this last weekend just for more chaos in college football. Well, when you look at it, Kentucky's not running the table. Right, because all these teams are going to lose games.
2: Here's what's left on the schedule. Kentucky, Old Miss, uh, Missouri, and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Old Miss is ranked 16th. Missouri's 21st. Tennessee's 22nd. There are plenty of losses coming for those teams. My point is Georgia better not slip up. And I hope we don't treat them like, well, they haven't lost a game. Of, I, I've always been told last year's irrelevant. It's, each year's different. Right. Remember what they did with the Winston team with Florida State. Yeah. I mean, they survived every week, but they went undefeated and they still were not the
3: one or the two seed. Bingo. Okay. So then if Georgia loses, it's going to take a pretty significant upset, right? Because they're going to be huge favorites in all these games. Maybe not as big now as we thought before the season started. So if they have one loss, but then they win the SEC title game, they're still going to be in with one loss, right? But if they lose one of these regular Probably, season they, games, yeah, yeah. here's what's going to have to happen. You you need Alabama to lose a second game. Yeah. Because Bama, I think they got their act together here. And the way Milrow's going, and the way this defense is playing, now it's a huge game this week because Bama could lose to Texas A&M. But if they survive that, they come back home for Arkansas and Tennessee, there's a bye week and then LSU. Then they have to play at Kentucky. Are they? It's a tough... I I, I Put it don't... this way. It's a tougher schedule for Bama now than we thought before the season started. If they... Is it time now to buy low on Alabama. Or was that two weeks ago i'm not there yet and they, you're right that is a huge game
2: against a and all i know is I'm this. still not there but i know this i mean all these teams have already lsu two losses bam with a loss yeah texas oklahoma winner has a good chance to run the table you see what's going on in the big 10 not one not two three very good teams top 10 and we know what's going on in the
3: pac 12 with all these ranked teams i've seen saban do this before though when he loses early they figure it out they get hot and then there's not there's nobody that's going to stop them. I'm going to hate myself if I don't have a ticket on Bama to make the playoff or to uh, win the national title. I know I am, and it's a it's tough sliding coming up. Uh, the two front runners for the NFL MVP. Forget the odds for a second. Yeah, but they need to be Josh Allen and Christian McCaffrey. Do you concur? I'll give you this. Since joining the 49ers middle of last season, 14-1 and one regular yeah. season record. I'm well aware. 13 games in a row with the touchdown, 20 touchdowns in 18 games. Yeah, I'm going to have to
2: concur because uh, the, the tiebreaker was what Allen just did to Tua. Tua's had an outstanding season, but he just got housed in Buffalo again. And Allen has been Superman since the bad performance week one on Monday night. Absolutely. We need to see this, right? right and, and you have to put McCaffrey in the discussion. Absolutely. What he's done with the touchdowns, what he means with the yak, also the receptions, what he does in the receiving game, and now, it makes life
3: easy for Purdy. Right. I can... Okay. So it's unfair that the 49ers traded for him last year because they're just completely loaded on that side. But if you take McCaffrey out of this offense and it's Elijah Mitchell, I'm sorry it's not the same I agree. thing. I agree. Yep. I, I want to see... 2,000 combined yards rushing and receiving, and give me 22 touchdowns this year. In play. Stay healthy. Those numbers can happen, mm-hmm. and then we might be on to something in here. In play. And Mahomes is off to a slow start.
2: So that yeah. helps, but what's going to go on all year in Miami? I okay. mean, will probably put up 50 next week yeah. against
3: the Giants. Good. I would say a minimum of five divisions in the NFL are up for grabs. Do you concur? Yes, 100%. AFC North, AFC South, I'd still say the AFC, AFC East. East.
2: yeah. NFC South, NFC East. Yep. I think San Francisco, Detroit, and KC have a stranglehold on their divisions. That's why I'm very disappointed in the NFC South. I guess I should have expected this, but it's, boy, Tampa, what Tampa's doing to be in first place, mm-hmm. Ritter's been awful, Carr's been awful, they have two uh, important games coming up, can Tampa keep winning? And Carolina's been unmitigated disaster, which I guess we saw that coming too. Sure, though. sure. But that's—I I still don't know. And I can't—it's it, a nice job so far, I and mean, considering the schedule they—they—they're they're played already. But I can't get there with Baltimore. I mean, I still like Cleveland's oh, team. I just
3: couldn't believe the Watson thing. Nah, yeah. I can't play. It was up to him apparently. Yeah, no, I didn't feel up to it. Yeah, no, that that division is absolutely still up for grabs. Yeah. The AFC South. Who'd you bet on right now? Oh, I said last God. week maybe the Colts are the best team and they go out and lose that home to the Rams no shame in that but I'm still waiting on Jacksonville. I don't know I still might be waiting maybe Houston
2: can do it that was an impressive road win at Jacksonville and Houston's played great the last two weeks
3: and Stroud looks good put it this way I think we're gonna be we could probably do this every week from now until the end of the season who's gonna win this division why not grab some serious plus money right now on a team to win this division
2: I don't know (laughs) who you want to narrow it down to though I mean it could be any of them I, I don't know so just grab the biggest price on the board yeah I can't get there with Tennessee, though. I can't trust Tannehill. Actually I actually would trust the younger quarterbacks over Daniel.
3: How about if Houston wins yeah. against Atlanta this week? Uh, could happen. Yes, and so Tennessee st- plays the Colts. I don't know. That's a tough game, too. It got down to a pick yesterday in that game. Mm-hmm. I don't want Ritter. Okay. Uh, I would say that we have far more questionable to bad NFL teams then we do good to strong teams in the league. Do you concur?
2: Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Well, 15 teams are two and two. Do I have that right? Yeah. I think 15 15 teams are two and two. And boy, I I mean, I I love this league and I'll watch. I don't care if it's Carolina and the Bears, I'll watch it. But this is, there's been some lousy quarterback play and offensive so far. Oh yeah. So here are. The the offense has been offensive. Some of these teams.
3: Okay. Who am I omitting from this list? I would call the following teams good to like elite. So the top tier. I'm going to include obviously the 49ers the Eagles the Cowboys I'll put the Lions on the list that's it from the NFC I'm not going to go Seahawks nobody from the South yeah okay AFC Bills Dolphins Chiefs Ravens Browns Browns? Well, yeah, I mean, again, you just said it. Forget about the game this last week. Wow,
2: I got to see more of a
3: Watson in the offense, but that's... Well, the the defense defense Yes, it is. uh, And by the way, they gifted Baltimore some of that score right away in the game was a gift to them. Yeah. I think because of the defense, they can be...
2: Yeah, you don't have Chubb, though, either, but that's, yeah, that's that's a big loss. I'll tell you, though, the AFC isn't what we thought it was. We thought it was just going to be... You know what? Same as last year. Yeah, I know. Chargers are a mess. Browns have injury issues. the The uh, Bengals are a mess. Yeah, it hasn't lived up to the hype.
3: The Chiefs have issues. Notice how I did not include the Chargers or the Bengals on that. How ca- how could you, you right now? Can't do it. All right, follow the money here on Vsin the sports betting network. Uh, we'll hit some college football up next. And again, recent scores in this series have gone way over this week's total. And some uh, interesting odds to win conference title games coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: is follow the money on VSAN. win bigger by betting smarter this nfl season with hall of fame bets the sports betting analytics platform for parlays player props and game lines research every nfl nba mlb and soccer bet with historical stats and data stop betting in the dark download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com use code winner get 50 percent off your first month today Start researching, start winning. Hall of Fame bets. What a day. Playoffs start in MLB, and we have all the lower leagues in action in soccer. you got to be fired up for Cheltenham Town here in the League One. 11 matches yet to score. I mean, I got so many tweets about how do I bet this, and people surprised with the price when they looked at it with the uh, team total, and they're playing the second-worst team in the league. Fleetwood Town. So, so watch the this play, that hot shot. I'm going to go under for the match. Is that it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Give give me an example of what your day is like today. I'm going to watch
2: uh, both playoff games set up and then I'll have probably the soccer on uh, on the one of the computers with the uh, feed on the ESPN Plus or, you know, uh, a stream with something okay. with the lower leagues as well the, and then looking at the scores and get ready for the halftime bets do you put the phone yeah. on uh do not disturb
3: i don't si- want to talk it, to anybody it'll be
2: on silent Silent. yeah the what best you, you got the halftime bets and you got the action as well nigel likes a couple plays i'll be tracking my futures as well it's been great well what, I'm, I'm loving league one league two right
3: now what do you do for food today what's the play you hit a grocery store this morning on the way home from work hmm yeah, maybe
2: yeah, turkey sandwich, uh, Chick Fil A, potato chip, something. I don't know. Uh, or, do you stop, like or you that. stop? Are you stopping a some, yeah, something? Yeah, drive through fast, and quick. you load up yeah. for the whole day. Yeah. yeah, I'm easy. I'm easy peasy.
3: Would, so are we you talking cooked about since 1997? If so. you go to Chick Fil A or like a Taco Bell, do you spend 25 bucks today and just eat the leftovers all day long? <laughs> That's you're right. Do you like this that they're overlapping games? Or are you ticked I'm, off? I'm, no, I'm totally fine with it. Well, it
2: used to be. It, it didn't used to be this way. No, you, no, they used go, to go one right after another. you go 10,
3: 1, Stack. 4, 30. I'm a fan of this because then I like the action at the same exact time. You do. This is, to me, like staggering times in the NFL. That'd yeah. be my dream. Put a game at 9.30, 9.45, 10 o'clock, 10.30. I would do the whole thing. I would. Yeah. I'd get, it's like March Madness, man. Right. I love it. Well, you run the risk that
2: maybe one of these games, who knows, maybe it's 6 nothing Brewers in the fourth inning today. And usually you'd be stuck with that game. Yeah, yeah But now that. it's a oh, wait a second. Now we got the Twins and Blue Jays starting. You also um, run
3: the risk of maybe one of these games going 14 innings and then uh, you right, have three games happened. at the same time. Good call. That's what happened
2: last year, mm-hmm. that Cleveland-Tampa uh, game that went like 18 innings or something.
3: Milwaukee, 70-44 and 44 against righties this year. Wow. How under the radar is that? Uh, they mashed them. I remember that to begin the year, I believe Milwaukee was just, they were a strikeout machine against lefties. Like every game, it was like here comes another ten from the starting pitcher today. You know, I'm a big dessert guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna close it out with the Twix today, cold.
2: A cold out of the Twix, refrigerator, huh? cold Twix. Hmm. Yeah, you. You know what I had the other day? No, I had, I'm probably. I, not. I had a little Debbie snack cake. I hadn't had one of those since like high school. My mom used to pack the lunch oh, every single together. day. Yes, the little yeah. Debbie
3: snack cake. Yeah. I can't believe they still make them. I had one of those the other day. C- could have been on the shelf since, like, 1994, <laughs> uh, and it still tastes yeah. good. Last time you had a Twinkie. Oh, God, I have no idea. You can't tell me? No. No call? No
2: recollection? A, a Twinkie? Yes. No, I don't. Uh... Oh, disappointed, my friend. It's an institution.
3: Uh, it is? Yeah. Yes. Compared to all... Okay. Gotta have a Twinkie. I used to eat a Twix almost every... But a peanut butter Twix. Good call. Very good call. When I was uh, for you. as unhealthy as any other human being imaginable. Sure. That's me now. That, that was my breakfast right. in my mid-20s. I would stop at a gas station on the way in every single day. <laughs> I would get a kiwi strawberry Snapple. I would get a uh, extended, like a, a peppered, uh, peppered peep, uh, beef jerky and a peanut butter Twix. That was my breakfast every single day. Sounds good. Yeah. Then I go to the dentist. They're like, Mitch. Uh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. You never know. You get hit by a car tomorrow. Life's long, right? Things change. Yeah.
2: And uh, that you're exactly where right. You got to enjoy it while you can. <laughs> I had an acupuncture yesterday, new gal, and um, she's just running through everything. What do you drink? What do you eat? And every time she, every time I answered, she she just recoiled in horror. Oh no! Oh oh, oh no, Paul. Yeah, that's got to go. No, you deserve better, Paul. Oh oh no! Yeah.
3: Oh, <laughs> Paul. Last time you had a salad, please tell me tell me it's when since like it's been 2020 uh, yeah no you got to yeah. go back more than that how far sure sure as bad as i am though
2: ladies and gentlemen matt humans uh, it was just you know last time you ate a vegetable probably the last time i went to church 2000
3: 2001 what was how is that correlated you went to church and then like the spread after because i was, was living, like at, a, i was living at home
2: mhm you know that was cuz i'm not going to make it <laughs> I'm not going to order it and I'm not going to cook it. But unless you know if a mom would throw it on the plate, then okay, giddy up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah probably. No, just, you don't like vegetables at all. Nothing. Nah. There Is probably probably some corn or something worked its way in. It was, it was somehow so yes. landed
3: in there, and it's like, wait a second, That's don't it. surprise me with this crap. Get it off my
2: plate. Sure, sure.
3: So here are some of the recent scores in the Oklahoma-Texas uh, rivalry going back. Yeah, last year it was forty-nine, nothing. <laughs> total bloodbath. Texas absolutely smoked them. You got to give Venable's credit here.
2: I know it's early, but he's done a nice job. Oh, it? this year to
3: turn it around. And yeah, get, and
2: certainly every close loss they had. Excuse me. When Gabriel played, the losses were close, and Gabriel's been great, and that's thanks to Chris Felico, put me on him 66-1 to before the season. The loser here, sorry to interrupt, but the loser here is still okay. The loser here is is not out of it based on the rest of the schedule. So don't get blown out, but the loser is going to be okay because you're going to likely get the
3: rematch. Well, plus if Texas loses, they already have that win over Alabama. That's right. Banked, so that could only help them obviously down the stretch. And uh, after this, they go at Houston, They get BYU, the K-State game, November 4th will be really big. And uh, at TCU, at Iowa State, then Texas Tech to close out Thanksgiving weekend. That's the list here for Texas. So one loss and then a win over Oklahoma again, possible rematch, Big 12 title game, probably going to be good enough.
2: You know this too. I mean, yes, you're right. They have the big win in Alabama, but you just see the brand name bias and you also see the preseason hype. Everyone was drinking the Texas Kool-Aid. So, therefore, they start – and this is why the SEC has played for so many titles with this rigged game and this manipulating the polls, and you start with half your damn league in the preseason, top 25. No loss is a bad loss. You don't drop when you lose. My God, how do I not play for the title with this ridiculous rules in this rigged game? But you see Oklahoma didn't have the hype, and they're still winning games, and they're impressive in peek are not. They're sitting there in, like, the, you know, the 12,
3: 13, 14 range. Okay, now oh- – over as many years as I can remember now, going back to when they na- won the national title like 23 years ago with Bob Stoops, that was like the aberrate. They always stumble, though, at some point, right? They slip up. They lose a game. Let's say they beat Texas. Is this team going to run the table? I think they will. I okay. know what you're saying, but okay. I think like, they're going to get it done because it's not a good, it's, it's UCF. I'm telling you it's right gonna- now, the game November 4th, the last one. I know that the Cowboys are not that great this year. No, I can't. no, no. No. No.
2: No, no, no. November 11th is the game. Neil Brown is doing a good job. West Virginia
3: can play defense. Uh, I've watched the uh, Bedlam for as long as I can remember. You can predict the unpredictable. All right. Can't. No, he owns Gundy. Gundy's terrible against them. Against Venables? Gundy's been terrible in Bedlam. No, no, no. There have been big spots in the past oh, where, he's Oklahoma, got him a couple times. where Oklahoma State had like no business being in that game. like yeah. Oklahoma was going to go on the, to the playoff the with the, the national and title, game,
2: but that, and then
3: Oklahoma State comes out right. of nowhere to shock
2: them. I think, I think it's going to be West Virginia because they can defend, and maybe you could get a low-scoring game and full marks to that guy for saying, there's no way all you, oh, you guys picked this in last place. Not happening. Yeah. So, Remember. so far, so good for West Virginia. And I, I, I don't think uh, Kansas should be a hiccup. Plus, we'll see who's playing quarterback for Kansas, but that's in a couple weeks. Well, a couple
3: things, too. The game November 24th against TCU, that could be in the 50s. But also, that game was a—that's when Gabriel got hurt last year. And if you think—if Oklahoma's going to have revenge on their mind, certainly it's going to be this Saturday against Texas because of what happened last year. But TCU absolutely killed Oklahoma last year. And I'm sure they never forgot about that game either. So other recent scores in this series, the Red River shootout here— Two years ago, it was 55-48. That's when Caleb Williams came in for Spencer Rattler, and it was uh, absolutely bonkers in that spot. The year before that, it went to four overtimes, and it was 53-45 Oklahoma, so that's probably a little misleading. But you had a 34-27, a 39-27, 48-45. A couple of games certainly went under this week's total. Like the game in 2017 was 29-14, 2015 was 24-17, you get those out of the way, it's 45 40, it's 63 21, it's 45 35, 55 17. Usually in this game, you get a lot of fireworks. And now I know the rules changed obviously coming into the season, but if Gabe, Gabriel, you're exactly right, when Gabriel's healthy and he plays, he is such a difference maker for mm-hmm. this offense. Yep. And I don't know if Texas is going to be able to neutralize no. this offense or not. Oh. They're good. Right. they're really good yep can Oklahoma get enough stops
2: though I mean you saw Iowa State they, they fixed stuff in the second half but that's I shouldn't have question
3: marks about Venables but I'm worried about Oklahoma getting enough stops uh, I'm also I guess when it comes to the total I'm worried about how many overall plays we're going to have in the game mm-hmm. so uh, it's probably a big factor and uh, we'll get you know we'll ask Paul Stone that coming up next professional sports better comes on every week to talk college football he has three bets that he likes today, and he is Mr. Texas, Mr. Longhorn there. We'll maybe touch on that game coming up on Follow the Money. It's and the Sports Betting Network.
2: become a vcin pro subscriber today get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest unlimited access to the vcin.com picks page sort by sport matchup date and more check the leaderboard to see who has the hot hand and the roi pro picks betting splits power ratings dog videos become a vcin pro subscriber today 19 dollars for your first month that's chick-fil-a $19, com slash subscribe. Get up there.
3: Here we go. Some college football, professional sports better. Paul Stone joins the program now. I jinxed you last week. Came on. Hey, great job the week before, 3-0. Then it completely flipped last week, but it's a uh, marathon, Paul, and not a sprint. And uh, you can listen, download, and subscribe to Paul's podcast. It's called the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Before we get into your bets for this weekend, we were just talking about this Texas-Oklahoma game and some of these scores in the recent history, how they basically flew over this Saturday's total, but with the rule changes here, the way that these two teams have played this year, uh, do you have like any opinion? You're there in Texas, you followed this team for as long as you can remember. Um, how many plays, for example, do you expect in this game between these two teams?
5: Well, you know, I expect right around 140. Uh, The average, I think, so far this year is in the uh, low-to-mid 130s with the rule change. I think Oklahoma especially is going to try to play fast. Mm -hmm. Texas is so tough on the interior of its defense. You know, the faster you play, the more difficult it is to substitute uh, defensively and so forth. So I I just think Oklahoma's going to pick it up a little bit. But, uh, you know, I think 140 plays is about right. And uh, it has been a high-scoring series in recent years for sure.
2: We were talking before you came on here. The loser's, not, the loser's okay here. I mean, and there's a good chance we get the rematch coming up down the road. Both teams are likely to run the table after this. Do you concur?
5: Yeah, you know, you'd have to think there is at least a possibility one of them might slip up after this game, but it certainly looks like that's a, you know, a, a valid possibility. And if you're going to lose one, you know, obviously Texas or Oklahoma would rather go undefeated and win this game and the Big 12 championship. But if you're going to lose one of them, Uh, The one to lose is certainly this Saturday. You don't want to lose the the conference championship game because you're not making the playoffs if that happens.
2: Okay, Uh, I hate when this happens, but it's bound to happen. No big deal. Matt was just on. He likes the favorite in the Fresno-Wyoming game, the huge matchup at night on Fox. You like the dog. Tell us why.
5: Yeah, you know, and uh, unranked Fresno State, first of all, they're not unranked, but undefeated, I should say, uh, Fresno State. They're actually uh, ranked 24th in both major polls, 5-0 and on the season. But the Bulldog success, you know, it's come against the schedule, guys. Currently ranked 131st by Jeff Sagren. Wyoming, on the other hand, 4-1 and through its first five games. Only lost coming on the road at third-ranked Texas. And you'll recall that game was actually tied at 10 entering the fourth quarter. The Cowboys' most notable victory of the season uh, came in that season opener when they rallied from that 17-0 to deficit, upset Texas Tech 35-33 in double overtime. So whereas Fresno State, they did get a victory at Purdue, Wyoming, on the other hand, already played Texas Tech and Texas in the Big 12. You know, Matt brought this up, and in the spirit of full disclosure, Wyoming, the last two meetings against Fresno State, They've been shut out, and that's the last two seasons. They've been shut out uh, both years by Fresno State. haven't scored a single point, but I don't believe this Bulldog team is quite up to the standard of those two 10-win teams. They've got a fairly significant drop-off at quarterback from Jake Hayner to UCF transfer Mikey Keene. Wyoming's offense, important to note, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, they got a positive jolt when Northern Illinois transfer running back Harrison Whaley He made his Cowboy debut after uh, missing the first couple of games with a knee injury. He has begun his Wyoming career with three straight 100-yard rushing games. He's rushed for 457 yards in those three games, averaging right at 8.6 yards to carry. And then you look at Wyoming in this home underdog role. They've really thrived 15-6 and against the spread as a home underdog since the start of 2016. And Wyoming, you know, on paper, Fresno really looks better. But Wyoming has a way of forcing seemingly you know, more talented teams into ugly type of games. I think this happens here. Take Wyoming plus 5.5 over Fresno. Let's
3: follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, professional sports bettor Paul Stone. How about in the Pac-12, Wazoo and UCLA are each coming off of bye weeks. But if you go back to their most previous game, uh, Washington State was awesome at home and a win over Oregon State and UCLA threw up a complete dud on the road. A lot of teams do that in Salt Lake City against Utah, and they lost and only scored seven points in that game. And now they're laying three and a half against a really good Cougars outfit here. Which side do you like?
5: Yeah, I actually made UCLA only a one-point favorite here, Mitch, so I'm pleased to be getting a three and a half points with the Cougars. You know, to me, this is mostly a case of examining the two teams' rosters and just liking Washington State's roster more than UCLA's. And the quarterback position uh, constitutes a a big part of my opinion for Washington state. You've got a second year starter quarterback, Cameron Ward. He's a transfer from FCS uh, incarnate word. He has made just huge strides from his first year as a starter to this year. He's completing just a shade under 75% of his throws. He's done 13 touchdowns, not a single interception to this point. The Cougars averaging 9.9 yards per pass attempt on the other side line. UCLA's got a, True freshman quarterback, Dante Moore, one of the more highly sought-after recruits in the class of 2023. But Moore, he's only four games into his collegiate career. He has shown certainly flashes of of brilliance and stardom, but he's also looked like a freshman at times. He's only completing 55% of his throws. Washington State, they've already defeated a pair of top 20 teams, uh, those being Wisconsin and Oregon State. Those were both in Pullman. They'll be playing UCLA on the road in the Rose Bowl, but Chip Kelly as a home favorite at the Rose Bowl, only seven and thirteen against the spread mm. since taking over in uh, 2018. Washington State—they're on a mission. I think they feel slighted by being uh, left out of the most recent wave of college football realignment. Take the Cougars mm. plus three and a half over UCLA.
3: All right, try to figure it out, South Alabama here. They went to Oklahoma State mm-hmm. in the middle of September, and they pounded the Cowboys. Final score was 33-7. Since then, losses of Central Michigan and at James Madison. No shame in that. But now this week, on the road against Monroe, and uh, South Alabama's lane as high as 12.5 here. Do you like the dog?
5: I do like the dog, Mitch. Uh, you know, first of all, Louisiana, Monroe, they are off a hugely disappointing loss uh, at home last weekend. Appalachian State kicks a 54-yard field goal on the game's final play. The Mountaineers beat the Warhawks 41-40. But I think they're going to bounce back here. Veteran coach Terry Bowden, uh, he's now in his third season as head coach there at Louisiana Monroe. They're 10-18 and straight up under Bowden. Uh, certainly not a great record, but progress nonetheless. Uh, you look at the team he inherited during the pandemic season of 2020, uh, the Warhawks winless at 0-10. The Warhawks looking at Louisiana Monroe, they have fared really well as a home underdog under Bowden. They're now 7-2 and 2 against the spread the last two seasons plus as a home underdog. You break it down a little further, when they're a double-digit home underdog, if they are this week against South Alabama, they're 5-0 and 0 against the spread. Uh, you talked about South Alabama. They entered the year as one of the favorites in the Sun Belt, only 2-3 and three to this point. As you mentioned, they dropped their last two games to Central Michigan and James Madison. Uh, Louisiana Monroe, they've already defeated Army at home as a nine-point underdog. Almost defeated Appalachian State this past weekend, as we talked about at home. I like Louisiana Monroe, plus 12.5 over South Alabama.
2: What does the most interesting man in the world get at the Texas State Fair?
5: You know, I'm gonna have a, a corn dog, Fletcher's corn dogs. I'm gonna be going to the Texas Oklahoma game this uh, this weekend with my wife Abby. Uh, looking forward to it, and those Fletcher corn dogs, man, they are uh, just exceptional. So that's gonna be my go to. I'll probably drink a few, maybe a couple of pregame beers. We've got 11 a.m. kickoff, but we'll get there early. It's gonna be it's so crowded at the fair on that day, but it is. Uh, People who like to travel and watch big time college football, you know, put this on your bucket list. It is a uh, it is a spectacle for sure. State yeah. Fair of Texas, well underway. Just a great uh, great game, great showcase.
3: Yeah, good job, good job going to that game. I got to get there sometime. Looks like it's uh, an incredible atmosphere, no doubt. Follow Paul on Twitter. He is at Paul Stone Sports. Thank you, Bud.
5: Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend.
3: Yep. Thank you. The uh, see that's the thing. Like when you're game and you go to a fair. I was at the California State Fair in Sacramento one time, decade or so ago. Chocolate-covered scorpions. Give it to me. Let's no. Go. Oh, yeah. Anything on the list. I wanted the craziest chocolate-covered bug or insect that they would offer. They had, you name it, I think it was on the list. Sure. That's like Wisconsin.
2: Deep-fried whatever. Oh, you name deep-fried it. Deep-fried Twinkies. Deep-fried... Deep-fried pickles. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Which are
3: awesome. But uh, if you're going to go to a fair like that, it's on the menu. I want to be Anthony Bourdain. I want to try it all. How was it? Horrible. Oh, it was. Oh yeah, I didn't like it. Oh god. No, I think they had they had like chocolate covered ants. They just what? Oh yeah, you hate yes. it? I have I, I still have a picture of the menu somewhere. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're you're 46. You're oh, eating a Twix god. and Twinkies for
2: lunch. Yeah, I'm not eating a Scorpio or an ant. It's a different ball it's game here. It's got chocolate on it. Though, it. Right? Oh
3: my god. You're gonna be okay. The oh. bug's not gonna do anything. Uh, <laughs> Bucks, you I want you want to know some of the stories of me in Mexico? I got some doozies in Mexico. Bring it on. We'll talk Major League Baseball playoff props. Very creative. Next, I think you know someone.
2: This is follow the money on v It's October. Let's go. MLB playoffs. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook this season. New customers can bet $5 and pocket, 200 in bonus bets instantly. All customers get a no sweat, same game parlay every day. Download the app. Use promo code follow. Code follow when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Support these books as well. The traders do an excellent job the creativity is off the charts at all these places this is what they do and you want to reward them with their creativity with all these props in several places DraftKings, kings will hill caesars doing an excellent job but look at the list here at circa with the sheets this is a good job here with the playoffs and everything you want here with the menu with the baseball playoffs
3: yeah before you run those down i'll tie that into this as well like using DraftKings kings player prop numbers you you can look on the website for the um, NFL player prop analyzer. And you know, like we always do like top five, bottom five on Wednesdays during the football season, who are the best teams, ATS, the worst teams, teams that go over and under the most amount of times in college football and the NFL. It's the same thing with the player props. So you can go there. And when you click on the betting tools and go down to NFL prop analyzer, then There's a drop box, and you can click on passing yards, completions, attempts, INTs, touchdowns, rushing, across the board, running backs, receivers, and it'll tell you, like, at those numbers and what they're at individually in terms of their props this year. There are a bunch of players who are 4-0 or 4-0 over or under this year to the props, so you can track it that way. And it's really a great job to tie in with uh, the DraftKings numbers and the VEASAN website to go look at it there. For example, um, with the INTs, after last night, Daniel Jones – the most profitable uh, quarterback in the NFL thrown an in INT if you bet him every single game. That's right. How about that That's INT right. at the end zone last night? Yep.
2: Horrendous, just yeah. as bad as the fumble when he's scrambling and yeah. and the strip sack too. So he's been a turnover machine his whole career, and can't believe the Giants gave him that money. Okay. Uh, anything stand out to you with the? Uh, you know, it can be basic stuff like. With, I wouldn't be surprised if any any of these guys other than Gossman get touched up today. You know, I wouldn't, I think last, I think, I think it's, well, you know, it was good and bad. Um, but all these guys
3: had some bad starts down the stretch. Yeah.
2: If, and, and, I,
3: I, yeah, I doubt that, I mean, last year doesn't mean anything. I mean, but last year in this round, overs were the story. Yep.
2: And the second round, too. So I wouldn't be surprised if Texas gets a couple early off glass now and they, you know, I think he's going to give up five, six, seven hits in this game for sure. And and I wouldn't be surprised if he gives up a couple earned runs like Lopez, which I know the issue all well, year was the Blue Jays' lack of offense. But with all those bats they have, Lopez isn't going to give up two earned runs? I'll flip it for you. Like, Do you expect Montgomery to be good today? No, I don't. No. That's our, again, I really respect this Tampa organization – and it's it's tough to play there. They pitch well there too, yeah. which may be why Glasnow gives you a big performance. Again,
3: but. they're fifty three and
2: twenty eight at yeah. home on the year, uh-huh. and won ninety nine games. And this you look yeah. you look where you are, right? You're ninety nine wins, and you're you're in this round, and you're playing right away at William Hill and Caesars. Eric Biggio does a great job. Everything that they offer here with the creativity, immaculate inning, thirty to one, cycle, thirty to one. Will there be a no hitter? Twenty to one. Will someone strike out four times in a game? Yes is plus 170. That's for the first round? Let me look how it's worded. Okay. I think
3: I, if it's first round of the entire playoffs, I have to look at the wording. Four times in one game. Ooh, boy. That, first of all, that's very tough to do. But guys do strike out a lot, obviously, in this sport now. Um, I think it's for the entire playoffs. But yeah, The entire yeah. playoffs would be uh, uh-huh. maybe looking at the yes then. Yeah. Yep. Two home runs in a game. Minus 260. Minus two, I was going to say, that's going to happen, so they have to juice it pretty hard. Yeah, I like that,
2: too. That seems, especially when you're talking about all these guys with the Atlanta Braves. I mean, 260 seems kind of cheap, right? Right. Isn't there a three-home run prop as well? There is. Um, There's three stolen bases in a game, also. Hmm. And will a team hit uh five home runs in a game. Longest home run, four hundred and seventy feet. Consecutive hits in an inning. Three and a half. Now that's good. That's creative. That's really good. Uh huh. What's the
3: under that's on a that?
2: Tough one. Let me look I'll see what the juice on that. Okay. I think it's a dollar I think it's a dollar forty, no. But those that stuff is
3: great. Wow. So we also, there's an angle here, Paulie, where the Braves are the best team in history at hitting home runs in the first inning. Mm-hmm. And so our producer, Luke, did a great job of uh, tracking this because there is a prop where you can bet that every single game, will the Braves, like, it doesn't matter. It's every single team, but we use the Braves as the example because they were so good at that. Will the Braves hit a home run in the first inning? Yep. So 38 times this year, they hit a home run in the first inning, um... Once. Eight times they hit a home run, two plus times in the first inning. So 46 times overall. So if you were getting, we'll use three to one on that number and we're going to be conservative with that number. But if you were betting the Braves to hit a home run in the first inning of every game throughout the regular season, you would have won 114 units betting those games, but you would have been down 124 units betting the losses so you'd be down ten units for the year if the average price was higher than plus three dollars, which it very easily could have been. If it was plus three fifty, maybe sometimes even more, then you would have been a winner on the year. Nobody's going to do that. I understand that, yeah. but it just it ties into if you if you think it's going to continue in the postseason, if it, if you can find Braves plus three fifty to hit a home run in the first inning and it continues, but that's the thing. Like, does that continue with the offense now that we're in October, or does it kind of flip and do we get more? a yeah, pitcher is you know, being really really
2: yeah. good three home runs is eight to one by the way these are all postseason specials all postseason okay um total number of grand slams one and a half under minus 190
3: over plus 155 two grand slams the entire playoffs we can't get two well you're going from I mean that was coming in basically every single day in the regular That's season right but also you have 15 games every single day
2: now I, I got four today I got four tomorrow I might have a couple on Thursday. Right. I'm going to have four Saturday, four so- I mean, that's a lot of games. I'll just need two? Most consecutive hits by a team in one inning, three and a half, as I mentioned. Un- under is even money. My fault. Under even money. Most mm. most runs scored by a team in a single inning, five and a half. Most runs scored by a team in a game, 11 and a half. Yeah, my guess was gonna actually gonna be eleven on that one. Yeah? Someone's gonna score 12 runs in a game? The entire playoffs? Yeah, you're probably right. I uh, mean, that will uh, pro- so many How good, are the good Braves? lineups, I know. And and the you're right, and the Dodgers. They can hit too. Who I don't know who you who, you would know this. Highest pitch speed in a game. 102 and a half mm, well. over one fifth. Who brings it? Who can throw 103? That I don't know. What did Chapman top, top, top out at this year? Yeah, see, Chapman would
3: come to mind. but Was he still touching hundred? That's good for the viewers, too. Go back, right. Yeah, I don't have his top speed memorized, but if you go Does back Hicks and the Does still his... get it up there? Yeah, he's pitching in triple digits for sure.
2: 102.5. Okay. These are excellent. Total number of extra inning games, 4.5. And, and walk-off wins, 4.5. Walk-off wins is strong. That's a good one. I might go under with that. I plus think. Yeah, I, I honestly think you better under okay. under a lot of these. Immaculate, yes, immaculate inning, thirty to one. Two home runs by his by a player, minus two sixty, as I mentioned. Batter to strikeout plus one seventy. Cycle thirty to one. Complete game shutout seven to one. I don't know in today's baseball, the nose eleven hundred. You're gonna need a pitcher to be in the
3: eighth inning with. And then the pitch Few, count, right? Fewer than 90 pitches. Yeah. I'm talking in the eighth inning for it to be consideration. Will someone steal three or more bases in a game? Yes, plus 230. Mm. Actually, hold on. On the complete game shutout. Right, go ahead. Does a manager, if it's if it's one nothing, or 2 nothing, and the pitcher's cruising and he's at, let's say he's in the ninth and he walks in with like 105 pitches, 110. Do you change your way of thinking at that point and say, I can get 15 yeah. more pitches from him? give me 20 pitches, no, I'm okay no. with that because he's so good and they can't touch him today.
2: Depends what the score is in the game. You know, a that, that lot of factors. A player to get six or more RBIs in a game. I love this. Yes is 3-1. to one. I want to no. know. Yeah, so six I. RBIs by a guy in a game?
3: Back-to-back home runs. Will anyone go back-to-back? back Dollar ten. Well, see, like, all of these big numbers are going to be in play because of the Braves. Like... You know, you, you bet the no on a player having six RBIs in a game and game one for the Braves, oh, Matt, Matt Olson, Olson, grand Matt, slam in the sure, first inning. Could going to be your,
2: You know, Zuna's been hot, too. Yeah. That is, that that's great. These are awesome. No hitter, 20 to one. You know, will, will a pitcher have 14 or more strikeouts? The, the, no the, minus 320. That's in one game. Yes. Obviously. That's a big ask.
3: 14 that's not, strikeouts. That's not happening.
2: I, I'm with you. There's, uh, that, that's a lot.
3: All right. Jensen Lewis is going to join the program. MLB Network Radio up next. We'll preview every series. And he's going to put some hardcore bets on your radar. Coming up next here on v